Welcome to the Preserve Your Past podcast, where we'll explore all things related to the creative process of writing your stories for future generations. I'm your host, Melissa Ann Kitchen, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I believe that your personal history is a priceless gift for family, friends, and generations to come. Whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we are discussing the topics that help with every step of the process, like how to mine for the juiciest story ideas or how to refine them into polished final drafts you'll be proud to share. Let's face it, sure your stories can be overwhelming, but I've got you covered. We all have a lifetime of memories to share, so why not save yours to pass along? Let me help you leave your lasting legacy. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Preserve Your Past podcast. And this episode, we're going to be dedicating to all things mothers. Now, that makes a lot of sense when we think about preserving our personal stories or writing our family stories, because without our mothers, there would not be stories. And often our mothers are tied into our own stories. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. The new moms, the in the trenches moms, the empty nester moms, the moms who have experienced child loss, and those of us who can't hug our moms today. Because no matter what, we all are able to honor the mom that either raised us or who we are as we are being this now. And while I think about the importance of moms in our story, and we switch to looking at our moms, I want to share a quick, quick quote by Mitch Album that says, but behind all your stories is your mother's story, for hers is where yours begins. And that really is a perfect place to leap from today as we talk about stories we can write about our mothers. So in honor of Mother's Day, I am inviting you to reflect on your mother's stories and the impact they have had on your own life. I know my mom's stories have had a huge impact on who I am and how I live my life. When I look at my mom and how her story, her life impacted mine, I think about all the ways that she lived her life that impacted how I lived my life. So I look back on how my mom really knew how to find faith when things were challenging or magic and joy in just simple moments of everyday life. As a child, I didn't know all the challenges that my mom had faced throughout her life, what her upbringing had looked like, where she had lived. I actually had no idea how much her mindset and the mindset of my grandmother, honestly, had helped her to live what turned out to be a very short life so fully. And I certainly had no idea how it would help me to get through my darkest hours. So in today's podcast, we're going to offer some conversation and some prompts for stories that you can write in honor of your mother. These could be to share with her as a gift 
or they could be gathered among other stories to share with future generations or your current loved ones. So all the ways that you can include your mother or memorialize your mother or share important memories with your mother. So I have several prompts I'm gonna share with you and then I'm gonna share some examples of how this might look when you're writing your stories. First of all, you could begin with writing out stories that your mother has shared with you about her childhood or early life before you. And when I see this prompt and I think about my mother, I think about how she grew up and where she lived and wanting to know more about that. I also think about how I'd love to hear more stories about her following my dad as a groupie. And we talk about this in one of the episodes, but I would really love to hear about now that I'm older and that age, how she felt when she used to go and see him play guitar in a band and how she felt as a young girl going out dancing and to sock hops and all that. So I would love more stories. Um, even some of the challenging ones, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know directly how challenging my grandfather was at the time my mom was younger and a teenager. And so more childhood stories about that early life would have been nice. So as I'm writing stories, if we look at this as what we can write, if you have memories of your stories of your mom that she had shared with you about her childhood, this is an important way that we can preserve those conversations, those stories, write them down and pass them along to the next generation because those conversations may not happen between your mom and your children, your nieces, your nephews, anyone in the future, right? So getting those written down. Now, as we go through this today, as a mom, I'm going to even put a twist on it that there's stories as a mom I might look at for my children. So looking at this one, I might pick out stories of my childhood and early life before my kids, right? So we can turn these prompts into multi-use prompts. But let's go to the second one about talking about our mothers. And that is writing about the earliest memories you have of your mother and trying to add any sensory details that you can remember. Now, one of the chapters in my book, Bridging Your Past and Future, the top 10 items to include when documenting your personal story, one of the items I talk about is those senses. And the story that I use as an example is about one of our first homes when I was probably four years old, three or four years old. And I share this story of a time that I remember in the kitchen growing up. And that chapter was called Using Your Sensory Memories. Because as you write your story, I want you to think about the smells you smelled. And like, is there coffee percolating in the air? What's the temperature of the air? Is it hot, humid? Is it thick air or was there a sharp biting breeze? Describe the sounds that were happening in the background. Is there traffic, horns, birds? I want you to draw in all your senses to get as real as you can. And when you're going to these earliest memories you have, those senses are going to be able to be a very strong factor in how well you tell your story. 
uh, growing up, my bedroom was down the hallway of the living room, and I would be able to listen to all the TV programs and movies from the 1970s that I was too young to stay up for. So when I think about adding senses of sound, I can always think about going to bed and listening to not only those programs, but then if there were funny parts, my parents laughing out loud and just how happy that made me feel um, to hear them laugh. So I'm going to share today one of the stories that is one of my earliest memories of my mom and also the example of the sensory memory stories that I used in the book. When I was around the age of three, my parents, myself, and my new baby brother moved to a little white house in the small outer Cape town of Orleans. Growing up on Cape Cod was a magical experience, and while we only spent two years in that house, some of my strongest sensory memories are from this house. One specific moment that has stayed with me is from the sunny spring afternoon in the kitchen of our small house. The kitchen was dated, but it was bright and white and I could clearly see the sunshine streaming in the windows. The window over the sink looked out to a small garden, and from inside I could hear the familiar chickadee-dee-dee calls of the small birds. My mom was in a fit of spring cleaning in this story, and the bright, sharp lemon smell of Lysol filled the air. The windows were thrown wide open, the warm breeze Spring air blowing in the white ruffled curtains was helping to dry the freshly mopped floor. Fifty years have passed, but even today, the smell of lemon-scented cleaner and the calls of the chickadees can bring me right back to that Cape Cod kitchen. So I want you again to think about the purpose of your writing when you are doing this and remembering that one way you can help them feel that they are there or that they know this person is by adding that detailed sensory description. So that is one example of writing out your earliest memories of your mom. Next, I'd like to talk about writing a story of a cherished moment or time with your mom that you never want to forget. And I know this can overlap, but it could be something that was older. It could be an experience, a conversation, or either something you observed that you cherished, or it could be a lesson or a piece of advice that your mom passed along at a time when it came handy in your life. Now, pieces of advice or how they experienced life might not even be that your mom knew she was obviously passing this down. Again, I talk about how my mom really knew how to make simple things joyful, but I also learned how important friendship is for my mom and those connections, even though I had been very young when my mom passed, and I don't remember a specific conversation talking about gather yourself with your friends. I know that even through the thick of her raising us three crazy kids in our little house on the Cape, that she always had time for other people, whether it was her girlfriends having a fun girls gathering and out of the house without us, or bowling nights, or the connection she got from gathering with other families that were friends with our families and drag, you know, us tooting along and seeing my parents create those relationships with other couples and other families, or her sense of relationship 
to and community for being a Sunday school teacher, a Girl Scout leader, um, the PTO president. Like she gave us a very strong examples of community and friendship and connection. And so I could then begin to start writing out some of those lessons that I learned just from even observing my mother, not even having had a specific conversation about them. So that's another part that you could use as a launching point and prompt for your stories. Next is a very simple one, but so powerful. Powerful for you if you've lost your mother, powerful for your family if they never met her, or a powerful way to preserve her for those next generations that are not going to meet her. But write a detailed description of your mom. Sit down and include her physical, emotional, spiritual features that display her true essence as closely as possible to pass along to the future. What were her beliefs, her fears, her views about life, even her appearance and what about that made you comfortable or, you know, who she was, how you could see who she was and what she looked like. Remembering again to use all of your senses and even use other literary devices like similes and metaphors to clearly paint the picture of who she was. And I think that's a really special one for those of us who have lost our moms and want to connect back to remembering her fully because sometimes I know even as I've lost my mom, Um, so many years ago, I want to remember who she was, what she looked like, what she smelled like, what she felt like. And sometimes in order to do this detailed description, there's one particular photo that I picture, um, and I'll pull that up and remember who she was. But that could also be a way of remembering to then write down those detailed descriptions. So that's another prompt that you can use. Which leads into the choosing the photograph of your mother and using that as a prompt of writing. So they kind of overlapped, but maybe the photograph this time is about the story of what's happening behind the photo. Anytime we get stuck with our personal stories or family stories, photos are always going to be a great way to create story. We all love photo books. We all love story picture books, right? And while photos give a lot of information and some that may never be told, when you look around at the setting, you get to see a lot behind the scenes, but maybe you're going to tell the story of what's happening behind the story that's shown in the photo, pulling out the details that may not be so obvious in that. And so that's a fun and a very important way to use um, the photograph for launching as a writing prompt. Another one that I found very helpful and is a little bit of a different format, uh, again, remembering your audience, if you choose to publish this for others, meaning when I say publish, sharing it with others. Um, But if you have lost your mother like I have, writing a letter to her, sharing any of those previous topics or something that's been happening in your life recently, or a review of your year, but talking through the letter, whether your mom's with you, or whether you've lost your mom, is also a great way to connect, to remember, and to um, really put things down in onto paper to preserve. 
if you have lost your mother, you might just want her to know things that she didn't know about you then that you wish she knew now. So that can be, again, played with in many different ways. And so I offer it as a way, as a launching point to other stories. And finally, another option to a short story that I love to use with people who are overwhelmed with where to start or feel like they have too many ideas or want to start simply. But I love, as a teacher, just writing lists. And this has been a very powerful way and honestly, probably how I really got started documenting my stories because for me, my brain has all these creative ideas, but I don't want to lose those ideas. So often when I'm sitting having coffee, even in my notes and my phone, I'll start writing down lists. So think about how lists could help you write, could be the story, right, that you write about your mother. They're impactful on their own, but then they could also be used as story starters in the future. So things like this. What were her favorite songs? A list of her favorite foods a list of her hobbies, a list of the sayings you remember coming out of her mouth, a list of her best friends. Then think about how those lists you could add even just a little bit of meat to, a little bit of extra description on what you remember. How do you know that was her favorite? Um, And if this is an interview, that gives you a chance. So if your mom's still living, interviewing her for her favorite items or lists would be a really fun way to connect on Mother's Day. And if she has passed, then writing what you remember about those lists for the next generation would be amazing also. Because from those, you can, again, what I was starting to say is you could then add a little bit of more meat to the list. And it also could be a launching point for its own story. So there's a story I have when I think about my mother's favorite songs. I know who her favorite artists were, um, but there was one particular song (laughs) that pops to mind that was not a song that was necessarily Barbara, like my mom's personality. Well, it was, but it wasn't something that she listened to when she was younger or that she had the album of or anything like that. Because when I think of her music, I think of Neil Sedaka, I think of Barbara Streisand, I think of all the albums she had. But the song that pops into my head is Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. Because I have this very specific visual memory of coming home to my mother vacuuming, listening to this song on the radio blaring while she was cleaning the house singing which we had a musical family but my mom we said the instrument she played was the radio everyone else was singers but my mom played the radio um so of all of us she was a dancer and she had joy in music more so than many people um but that song is actually what pops into my mind when i i read this list and i think what was my mom's favorite song And if I looked at foods, I would think about lobster as her favorite food. And that would bring up many, many stories and memories of our summers up in Maine at the great-grandparents' cottage and other times when my mom got lobster and we got did not as children, (laughs) but how that was a love language for my mom. And that's one way my dad would really show his 
treating and loving and and uh honoring her would be she'd be able to get the lobster even if it was um you know an extra splurge so there's so many places I could go with these when I look at lists even if I just came up with a list of hobbies those bring many stories to me she was a bowler I can think about the time she went bowling for bowling league and came home and my dad had knocked down the wall between the dining room and the kitchen um, she was a sewer. She loved to sew. And even thinking of her childhood memory, there was a time she was sewing on my grandmother's sewing machine and she sewed down into her finger. And my Baba, my grandmother, was picking blueberries and had someone had to go get her out of the, the bushes out in some, you know, other area to get her back so that they could have her finger looked at. Um, and then there's the present more more stories that I remember of her sewing was her sewing all of my prom dresses and um, even dolls and, and craft things. So there's a lot of stories that I could mine just from those lists. So I want you to think about these bullets as you go through and create your stories be creative with them. Feel free to combine or build off an idea given. These are just my thoughts for ways to get you started. And they can be written as gifts for your mother. They could be memories that you share with the family to preserve her memory and pass along to future generations. So it really just depends on where you are at with your stories and the purpose of them. And if you would like more written instructions or to see these ideas with specifics written down, please head over to melissaandkitchen.com forward slash blog. The date of the blog is May 9th, 2023, and it's entitled Your Mother's Story is Where Yours Begins. And that will have a more bulleted list so that you can use these, print them out, use them as prompts however you want. I'd also love for you to reach out and comment on that blog post with any stories that came to mind or how you thought this was really helpful. So go ahead and get started writing your stories about your mom. And as always, until next time, let's get writing your powerful personal stories. Wasn't that a fun episode? I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if you would like to continue our conversation, be sure to follow this podcast and share with friends. This helps share the mission of preserving the past with stories. Want more tips, tools, and inspiration? Head over to melissaannkitchen.com. And as always, let's get writing your powerful personal stories.